Grok, Sammy, Sylvester, and Trix. The four of you wake up on the side of a gravel road. You can't quite remember how you got there, but all you know is that the last thing you remember was standing next to the professor as he threw the orb and the bright light flashed. And then you woke up here. Grok, you wake up first and you notice the area that you are in, there's no color. The entire area is drained of color save for yourself and the other members of your party. So I'm in color. And they're yes. all in color. Okay. Yes. Sammy comes to Sylvester and then tricks you all come to and stand up when you hear the sound of a wagon approaching, um, coming down the cobble street. And the driver pulls on the reins. And David, do you want to describe your character for us? Um, yeah, sure. So I am a, uh, I'm probably mid thirties, early thirties, uh, human. Um, I'm, I'm driving an old hearse that's been, uh, repurposed into, uh, what is kind of a portable workshop of sorts. Um, I've got a, a pretty, a pretty thick mustache and some sideburns like down into chops. Um, I've got uh, a horse named Baxter who's kind of pulling the hearse for me. Um, Pretty Victorian era dress um, with a gauntlet on my left arm. All right. So this this Uh. carriage pulls up in front of you. The driver pulls on the reins. And what do you say? Who wants to who wants to speak up first? I say, whoa, Baxter. And I just kind of look over at these people, these creatures on the side of the road. And uh, I say, um, well, it's been miles. Um, uh, are you okay? I mean, it's been miles since I've seen another living soul out here. What? What happened? What? Where, where are we? What's what? going what on? What? what? I, I'd say you're about, oh man, I'd say you're about a mile or two from Grimsville. Grimsville? Grimsville? Uh, yeah, no, I, no, I mean, I could, just... if you, I could offer no, you a ride if you no, need we, a ride. We should I, be just out, outside King Georgetown. Oh, we no, King, or is this <laughs> town? Oh, I know I'm familiar with King Georgetown and I can, thir- I can very faithfully tell you that you are far, far from King Georgetown. In fact, you're about two miles out, out of uh, Grimsville. I'm, I'm on my way to well, Grimm's Manor now. I could absolutely give you a ride um, if you want to hop in. Uh, and, you know, I could take you as far as, uh, as far as Grim Manor, if you, if you like. Grim Manor. Uh, and Grok is just kind of like rubbing his head, <laughs> trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Grok, you, you, uh, you start to rub your head and you, you realize that everything that happened back at the aquatic point, the scars, the damage, the blood is still on you. You reach up and, and touch your head and... There, and there, you have blood on your hands. Whether it's okay. yours or someone else's, you're not quite sure, but you have blood on your hands. Okay. So my question is to the four of you, are you going to accept this stranger's ride? Oh, yeah, Sammy's um, in. Of course Sammy would be into jumping into the back of a wagon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she does. <laughs> no, no, this this isn't right. We we should be in the woods. The, the professor was there. He was, he was going to bring back Robin. Do any of you remember anything else? I don't. He, he he tossed it and it went white and 
All I can say is I, about a quarter mile down the road back behind me, I did hear cracks and then I heard a big explosion and in the distance I saw what looked like a flare of light and when I rode upon it, oh. that's when I found the four of you. I, I wonder if this was some kind of side effect of the time bomb. Oh, like we were too close? I, I don't know. Didn't he say he wanted us to go to Grimsville? He did, yeah. Uh, he did. did he send us here instead of helping? I don't, I don't know. Did we get the ingredients we needed? Uh, Sylvester hops up in the wagon, sadly. All right. Well, we've got one taker, I suppose. <sighs> okay, sure, uh, sure. Let's, whatever, let's go. Rock, can you help me in? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, come on. And he'll like, hold down his hand to give Trix a lift. Uh, quick question, out of character, because I don't remember. What did the professor say his yeah. son's name was? Augustus. Augustus. Augustus Richmond. Uh, look, you wouldn't happen to know an Augustus Richmond, would you? <laughs> um, yes, I mean, uh, uh, it's funny you say that. I don't, my name is Augustus Richmond. So you, oh. you're the son of the professor. Well, I reach out my hand to uh, shake Grok's hand and I say, mm -hmm. uh, Ulysses Rupert Augustus Richmond. It's nice to meet you. Uh, so you you know my father then, Ulysses B. Richmond. Yes, he uh, he was going to send us your way to help you with a, with a problem you wrote to him about or something like that. Well, I mean, uh, oh, I haven't written a letter to my father in quite some time, I can assure you of that. And if I had, I, I can assure you that it wasn't asking for any sort of help. It wasn't any sort of distress letter as much as more of a updating him on, on uh, some really exciting things that have happened in my life with my card, as well as uh, my, my fiancé that I'm going to visit now. I see. Rick just kind of looks at the others. And you, what was your name again, Mr... Uh, sorry, I'm uh, Grok. You can uh, call me Grok. All right, Mr. Grok. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Grok. I've been studying um, and uh, for years I've been traveling around on this hearse that I found with Baxter here. And, uh, you know, I've been I've been riding around and um, just fixing things up. This is almost a portable workshop of sorts. Uh, I'm quite the handyman like my father. And uh, I see. Yeah, I met a I met a beautiful woman and that's where I'm headed now. She lives at Grim Manor and I'm sure she would be happy to put the four of you up for the night and um, and, you know, get you on your way and out of this muggy, rainy weather we're having out here. A uh, long rest would be nice. Oh, indeed. Yeah. <sighs> so the four of you are in the back of the wagon. Grok, you uh, jump up to the front seat with Augustus and you five start heading to Grim Manor. While we've got some time on the way, Grok would like to say something to the, the party if he has a chance. Okay, so the four of you are in this um, horse-drawn carriage. Uh, Grok, if you have something to say to your party, you can go ahead and... So uh, Grok's kind of sitting there in silence for a minute trying to figure out what, what to say and how to say it. Uh, and eventually he kind of speaks up and he's like, um, Look, uh, Sylvester, I've, uh, I've been thinking and uh, I just want to say... I'm, I'm sorry. I know, um, I know you've done some right stupid things, but, uh, you're, you're a valuable part of this group. The truth is, for, for all my muscle, we never would have escaped History Island or, or the, the, uh, the clutches of Diablo without you and, uh, and your magics. That goes for all of you, Sammy and Trix, too. I, uh, 
my captain reminded me that I need to be more appreciative of my crew and well now I reckon that's you lot I know I'm not the quickest person to trust a stranger but as far as I'm concerned you've more than proven yourselves capable and I'd do better to remember that whether we like it or not Diablo's looking for us and he's not going to stop until we're either all dead or back in a cell on History Island so we gotta stick together we gotta find a way to end this ourselves how hard did you hit your head? <laughs> Look, don't ruin the moment, okay? I'm trying to be nice to you. <laughs> so what do you say? Can, uh, can you forgive a stubborn old pirate? All right. I'm not convinced, but I'll take it. Oh, uh, sorry, hold on. Oh, oh, I can forgive you. Oh, my okay, God. All right, you know what? You know what? Okay, the yeah, moment's yeah, over. You know Never what? mind. Let's yeah, just keep, yeah, okay. keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> a little emotionally raw. I apologize. <laughs> so the five of you are on on your way to Grimsville, and uh, uh, Augustus uh, turns to all four of you, and he says, uh, "Grimsville is about uh, half a mile at this point mm-hmm. down the road." Yeah, I, I kind of want to turn towards Grok and ask him. Um, have you heard the tales of Captain Grimm, Mr. Grok? Oh, you mean that uh, ca- Captain Bartholomew Gideon Grinning Grimm? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. I don't much believe in ghost stories myself, though. <laughs> uh, well, if you'll indulge me, uh, and for the rest of you who might not know the story, uh, Captain Bartholomew Gideon Grinning Grimm, uh, known under Pirate's Code as grinning Gideon Grimm for the sadistic way he laughed and chuckled while disposing of his victims. He was later pardoned as a man and built the manor we're actually headed towards. Uh, After years of pillaging, he received a king's pardon solely based on the riches he had acquired, as well as the fact that he swore he was a changed man. You see, he made a promise to King George that no one would know of his wicked past. He, he convinced the king he had made peace with the demons that haunted him, and maybe he had. Soon he established Grimsville here, and as well as Grimm's Manor, which you know we're headed toward, and he lived comfortably for years, married, and retired to a life of peace. That is, until, you know... As the tale goes, his wife found through an anonymous letter that her loving husband, Bartholomew, was, in fact, the dreaded gritting Gideon Grimm, and she distanced herself. Uh, She began staying in separate rooms, and day after day, their love grew further and further apart. Day after day, the faint whispers of Grimm, his past, they began to call to him, each day growing louder, from whispers to shrieks to shouts that could make your blood run cold, and... He was driven to madness at the thought of his loving wife leaving, and and the screams of his long-suppressed demons grew louder as well. And you see, Grim, he he threw his wife down his water well, feeling it was the only way to keep her from escaping, to keep her from leaving Grim Manor. If he couldn't keep her in the flesh, he would bound her in the spirit, and taking up residence in his mind like all the other lives he had taken, she did. But it didn't silence the screams of his ghosts. He ended his own life in the portrait chamber of his own haunted mansion, releasing his demons to dwell among the halls of his home. You see, crimes of passion, of love, only make hauntings grow louder. 
In the years following, death seemed to find its way to the manor and to all of its inhabitants. Ballroom dancers, duelists, top-tier musicians and opera singers, hitchhikers, bridge-layers, ostracized psychics, even a quintet, if you can believe that. Uh, they all tried to find refuge here. They all failed. All passed without receiving the satisfaction of an afterlife, doomed to walk the halls forevermore, mysteriously swallowed up by the walls and floorboards of the mansion, it seems. But when the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, spooks come out for a swinging wake and creepy creeps with eerie eyes start to shriek and terrorize. That's when Grimm's grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Well, yes, of course, he was a real person, but, I mean, I would love to be able to assure you that the house is not haunted, but, um, you know, I haven't actually visited the house, and, uh, well, you see, my, my fiancé, Constance, she lives there, and, um, I'm going to visit her, and, uh, this will be my first visit as well as yours, yes, of course. So you're telling me where to be staying at this haunted mansion? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, like you said, they're all just ghost stories, right? Campfire stories, if you will. Right. Spooky stories to tell in the dark. But I, I mean, I, I, just as much as you, can't validate any sort of truth to any sort of haunted mansion. Yeah, I'm sure this is going to go just great. Oh, me too. Of course, of course. You'll love Constance. Trust me. She's a lovely woman. Uh, oh, Sylvester raises his hand. Yes, um, and what was your name back there? Hi, Sylvester. Um, no, Sylvester. You know, we were all kind of in a depressed place, like literally 15 seconds ago, and then that story kind of yeah. sucked. Well, I'm. I do. I do apologize, Mr. Sylvester. I, I'm not trying to to bum you out, my friend. I. I just. Uh, I just thought that it'd be fun to. Uh, no, no, no. You know, tell fault. the story of the history, as it were, of this manor. But I assure you, you know, no one of any sort of evil will lives there now. And as far as I'm concerned, I haven't seen a, a single ghost or heard of one, rather. But your fiance lives there. She does. She does. Oh, let the games begin. <laughs> so the the five of you continue down this gravel road. Not too much longer now. You, on your left, as you're coming down this gravel road, you see through a break in the trees uh, a four-story mansion, or manor, if you will, um, and the carriage continues to roll and gets up to the front gates. Um, and on the front gates, it has a large... Uh, uh, G and an M on the front gate, but it's open. And... You continue, and uh, Augustus parks his carriage on the loop, and uh, 
What are you guys doing? This is huge. Holy cow. I think he sees one of my cousins up there. Really? That was good. That was really good. <laughs> um, Augustus, Augustus hops out and just kind of walks up to Baxter and kind of starts petting him, feeds him like an apple, um, and is just kind of like shushing him, um, brushes his mane, and then uh, kind of walks around in front of Baxter towards uh, the front the front doors of the uh, of the mansion. I don't know if everyone else is following behind me, but that's what I think that's what Augustus is doing. Yeah, Grok is extremely confused uh, as to what they're really doing there anyway in the first place. And so he's just kind of going along with it for now. <laughs> so he's going to follow Augustus. This is our uh, scare B&B. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. That was a pretty good one. Very good. So you guys, uh, you guys Very start walking uh, west around the uh, outskirts of this building. There's a small uh, 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 drive that goes up to the left and... You get about halfway down this drive, and you, uh, Augustus, since you're in, you're in the front of, of this pack, you're kind of leading them toward the mansion. You see very faintly, directly in front of you, um, uh, something run, run by from left to right, kind of through from the trees on the left side into uh, this, this small corridor. Mm-hmm. You can't quite make out what it is. Um, I think I'm just gonna, I think that Augustus is, uh, I mean, he's pretty intuitive, so I think I'm just gonna kind of check that out. Was it, was it like a bigger, like human sized or was it bigger or was it smaller? Like, um, you know, what, what was the size of it, I guess? Cause I, cause the size of it really is what's going to make me decide whether I want to actually look into it or not. Cause if it was like a cat yeah. sized, then I might not be as intrigued. No, but. not quite. It was, it was ab- about five feet Tall, if you had to guess, moving okay. very quickly from left to right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna just kind of not, not like go out of my way, but I'm definitely gonna kind of take a peek and see what I okay see. So you, um, you guys are continuing west down this path, and uh, um, you're going down the walkway. And so uh, Augustus, you start slowly walking toward, and you look around this corner, and you come around the corner and you see a man that is um, about five foot five um, wearing a, a, a brown jacket, blue jeans. Um, he has a very skinny dog next to him and uh, he's holding a lantern and it's it's about four o'clock right now. And so it's it's not even nighttime, but he's holding this lantern. He's just shaking. He says, what, what, are, you, what are y'all doing here? My God! Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Hey, let me, let me. You need to be around in manner, okay? Oh, sir. What I, are you I, doing here? I, well, I promise you. I assure you, we are not trespassing. Uh, I'm actually looking for Constance. You see, uh, we. God, you look, look, you look for Con. You look. You looking for Constance? Yes, sir. I'm looking for Constance. Wait, why are you, you looking see, for Constance? Well, you see, we recently uh, were engaged, and uh, uh, I, I oh, was coming. Yes, uh, yes. It's I reach out my hand to this to this guy and I try to like shake his hand. And he he looks at your hand, but then he he uh, for just a moment kind of recoils mm-hmm. and looks at you. And he slowly reaches out his hand and he says, I, n- 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 "Nice to meet you. My name Horace." 
<laughs> oh, well, it's good to meet you, Horace. Uh, uh, and I kind of shake his hand, and then as I let go of his hand, I kind of wipe. I wipe my hand kind of on my pants really discreetly, like c- right, to get all, all this. Right. Like, I'm assuming uh, dirt that's on his hands off. Are we anywhere nearby? Okay. Uh, I was about to say, yeah, you, guys are, you guys are right there with him. Uh, yeah, you guys me. are right there with him. You owe me two <laughs> coins. I owe you what? You huh? owe me two gold what? coins. Okay, okay. Let me, let me. I don't know you. I don't know where you come from, but I don't even know who you is. You come, you come, you come over here to my manor, and you say I owe you two gold. I don't know you two gold. You owe me five gold for being in my manor. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna let it slide this young man, oh, no, this young man we're over not here, doing this again. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn to Sammy and say, "Do you know this man?" I met him once, and he stole two gold coins. I turn. I turn back. I turn back to Horace, and I say, "Is that true, Mister Horace? Did did you steal money from this genie?" I, I never. I never met the genie boy. You are you. No. The genie. Hey, genie. Genie. You, genie. Your name genie. is Genie. Let me. Let me. Genie. My name ain't Genie. My brother named Genie. You remember your fast time deal? Oh, I don't got no fat time deal, ma'am. It looks like we found Jenny's brother. My name is Horace. Horace Fusselbottom. Nice to meet you. How, how he, many, he reaches out his hand. How many siblings do you have, Horace? How many How many siblings do I have? How, how many? I got... That's how many I have. That's how many siblings I got. Perfect. That's just my name is Horace. My name is Horace Fusselbottom. more Jenny's. Great. <laughs> I, my, my name, my name, not Jenny. My name is Horace Fusselbottom. It's, it's not. And this is my dog right here. And he and he uh, gestures down to his right. And there's a small, very very skinny, like you can see its bones through through its skin, uh, brown dog. Uh, and he and the dog is just standing there, staring up at you guys with its tongue hanging out. And uh, he's and uh, Horace Horace says, uh, did, 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 did my dog him name Skinny? Skinny say hi to the people. And the dog just kind of blankly, no expression, tongue hanging out the side, just stares. And uh, as the dog's staring at you, one of his eyes kind of goes the other way. Oh, my (laughs) You know, dogs dogs eat food, where they need food. That's that's part of a... Yeah, the doggy food. Are you... Are are you? Are you? What, what, What is you anyway? I'm you some kind of garden confu- owl? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, is you? That is a slur, I'll have you know. Yeah. Ain't that a slur? You're slurring your words. I ain't slurring nothing. I ain't not slurring my words. Yeah, my words say, no, I, 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 Augustus is going to try to, Augustus is personally going to try to intervene with Horace and he kind of, he kind of like gently pulls him aside and says, no, these are, these are my friends, Mr. Horace, and I'm, I'm sure Constance would be fine with us just giving them some bedding for the evening and letting them be on their way after a good breakfast and maybe even supper tonight. Um, so if you don't mind uh, allowing us in the house or possibly calling Constance, uh, I'm sure she could clear anything up that uh, that might be ailing you and, and allowing us to enter the manor at this point. He says, uh, he says, okay, how about this? How about this? You all follow old Horace. And I take you up to the manor, okay? We're gonna check with with Mick County, and we're gonna see, okay? What he's standing in is kind of a, a pergola that goes around, uh, and it's like a kind of a sloped ramp that goes up into the main level 
of of this mansion. So you can see the kind of the curved the curvature on the on the left side, and he leads you over to this large staircase that's leading up to the front door. He walks over to the front door and he uh, he knocks on the door a couple times, and the door opens, just swings open, and he just walks in. Question. Okay. Is everything still in black and white? Yep. There's no color, including oh, Horace. He has no this, color. Is this like a known thing about Grimsville, like that it's that's that it's in monochrome? Roll a history check. Uh, this is still D and D. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, let's see. I just want. And suddenly Daniel is. lights up. Yeah. <laughs> am Am uh, I also in black and white, or am I in color? You're in color. Okay. Interesting. Well, that's why I can't see. Yeah, I was in edit mode. Uh, but the history plus zero. So that's a 13. With a 13, I feel like, uh, Grok, since you are a pirate, you've heard tales of Grimsville and, and Captain Grinning Grim. Um, these ghost stories, you've heard a lot of ghost stories before. Um, but Captain Grinning Grim in his grim manner is a very well-known story. Um, and as well as the fact that he established Grimsville. Mm-hmm. Grok, you know that when Grinning Grim threw his wife down a well and subsequently hanged himself in the portrait chamber. Allegedly, um, as the story goes. Alleged, allegedly, <laughs> as the story goes, the color from Grimsville drained. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm. So all of Grimsville is just black and white. Weird. So there's no oh. color in this except for you Outsiders. that have come. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so you he, he walks right into this door. What are you guys doing? Oh, Sammy's um, going to go through. I guess we follow. I guess we're following. I'm, I'm going to be, I think that I'm already kind of like, I've let the ghost stories get to me a little bit at this point. So I'd like, like before okay. I even walk in, I'd, I'd like to try to investigate a little bit like on the way in. Okay. If I can. What are, what are you wanting to uh, investigate? I kind of want to investigate just the doorway and kind of into the first room as well. Like like okay. the fact that the doors open by themselves, I'm kind of intrigued by that and then just I'm getting like a an odd feeling in from the pit a, of my stomach. From like a technological standpoint. Just a just a general like read the room kind of thing more than anything else. Gotcha. I want to point out that while he's doing this, Sylvester's standing behind him just waiting to go in because he doesn't want to like push past him. So just patiently okay. Yeah, tricks tricks would be waiting for him to go in as well since he's kind of sort of leading them even the horses. Okay. Augustus, you kind of stick your head in. Sammy, did you say you were just going to run in? Yeah, Sammy walked in. Uh, uh, Sammy, you run in in this door, and you kind of are frozen. So in Augustus, when you when you walk in, you see the back of Sammy. Um, there's a small foyer, and um, that opens up foyer <laughs> that opens up to a, a very large spherical chamber. Um, all of you kind of walk into the center of this room and Horace is gone. You can't find Horace anywhere. Yeah. And of course, um, you notice Horace? that there are you notice that there are portraits on all the way around this room. Um, yeah. But there's there's not really much in in this room. The door again closes behind you and shuts. And it seems like there's no way out of this room that you can see. Mm. Yeah. So just from that basic investigation, there's no doors. It's just a singular room. Roll a, roll an investigation check for me, Augustus. Okay. That is a 13. With a 13, what's your plus on investigation? Six. It was a seven plus six. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 
So you, you, uh, it doesn't seem like there's much to see. Yeah. There's not, there's not really all that much to see. There's portraits on the walls. Um, and it's not really a spherical room. It's kind of, uh, octagonal, Mm -hmm. I guess, but it's, it's in that, uh, that shape. And, uh, with 13, Augustus is looking around trying to find, uh, some kind of way out. And then, Directly across from where you came in, the wall just kind of pushes open, and Horace is standing there, and he said, I, I, y'all, are y'all go come this way? What are y'all doing? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I'll keep walking. I don't like this place. You lot follow him into these, the, these hallways, and the hallways are lined with portraits, and you make your way around, uh, uh, down this hallway to the right, around into uh, a large library. Horace says, you all, you all just wait right here, and I'll be right back, okay? You guys don't don't touch nothing, don't do nothing. I'll be right back. I go get make Connie, okay? How did you meet Constance? Me? You talking to me? No, not you. I was talking to Augustus. Okay, I'll. Okay, I go get me. I go get Connie. Okay, I'll go back. I I would I would kind of like to know how you met her though. <laughs> we all we can all kind of sit down in here. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I sit down and I kind of motion to the others to like sit down and kind of just, uh, I guess, take it easy because I can tell that everybody's kind of tense and I'm I'm trying to like get everybody kind of e- ease of mind, I guess. So I motion for them to okay. sit down. Sylvester scoots okay. closer. OK. Uh, OK. <laughs> so uh, Horace. Uh, Brock is going to is going to sit. In a way where like his back is to like a wall and he can see okay. as much of the room as possible. <laughs> Sammy's going to keep standing. Horace turns and he walks uh, further northeast, kind of uh, down that same hallway that you guys were just in. Uh, turns right and you can hear him. You can hear the sound of him going up a staircase, which is leaving the five of you in this room. Um, I will say that you can you can explore. You can look around uh, whatever yeah. part of this room yeah. that you want to. Um Okay, so just real, real quick, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them, I'll kind of explain since um, Sammy asked me this question, and then, and then, because uh, I'd like to look around as well. Um, so I just kind of uh, study the the four in the room, and I say, you see, after I graduated from university, I began traveling and and fixing things all over uh, different towns and uh, cities, and well. You know, I, I can't even quite remember what town it was in where uh, I was holed up fixing wagons, uh, uh, various pocket watches, things of that sort, you know. And um, I, I'm sure you know, like my father, he's quite the tinker himself. And so I decided to take that show on the road with me, as you will. And uh, I can't even remember what town it was was in, but uh, Connie, you see, she she came to my to my wagon and she asked for my help and you know now that I think about it I can't quite remember what she wanted me to fix I all I remember is her eyes and almost feeling hypnotized by her presence and I don't know I was I was I was enamored by her almost immediately and we began courting almost immediately it seemed like the whole relationship was expedited and the next thing I knew I had to ask her to marry me and and here we are. I, it all, it all seems. I kind of start rubbing my head. It all seems like such a blur. And at that moment, you hear footsteps coming down the stairway. Um, and turning, turning the corner, walking into the library, 
uh, you hear a voice say, "Okay, uh, me, 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 uh, uh, me, Connie. She gon' she 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 gonna be down in just one second. Uh, but uh, let me, let me. You all don't touch nothing, okay? There for some fragile things in this room. Don't touch nothing, okay? Okay. Okay." Okay, thank you. And he and he turns around to walk back down this hallway, and he um, bumps into a table that has a glass vase on it, and it falls and hits the ground and shatters. And when it hits the ground and shatters, the four of you, Grok, Sammy, Sylvester, and Trix, it feels like uh, uh, a, a, a sharp pain in the back of your eyes. Oh, God. And okay, okay. all of you at the same time... Uh, kind of grab your head and you hear the same thing at the same time. Just the four of you. Augustus doesn't hear this, but the four of you hear. Uh, entry log. Uh, number seven. Uh, still no progress. And your headache instantly vanishes and you're still in that same room. And uh, Horace looks at you and says, that, that wasn't me. Uh, that, that, that was the rock man. And he turns around and runs down the hallway. He's probably right. The, the rock man. That's oh, probably me. Sylvester. Do you oh. mean Sylvester? Right. Um, so you four still have a, a little bit of time. Um, Augustus, uh, so... Does has Miss Constance always lived here? As far as I know, I, I don't, I don't really know. It's almost as if Augustus has never been asked any questions about Constance up until this point, and he's kind of starting to realize, based on what the the you know the four of you are asking him, that he really doesn't know anything about her. Um, and it's kind of starting to freak him out a little bit. Yeah. So you hear another, another set of footsteps coming down these stairs. I've got a bad feeling about this. Real quick. I want to say that after hearing another voice in her head, Trix has pulled out Marion and is just kind of looking at it really questioningly. <laughs> okay. Is it your turn now? Okay. I will say this, the, the, the professor's voice wasn't necessarily like he was talking to you. It wasn't like he was saying anything to you, but it was, uh, it felt more like a memory. Gotcha. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily this. It wouldn't be the same feeling as Marion communicating to you telepathically through the bow. Okay. Um, and, yeah. uh, you hear footsteps coming down the stairs and it's very interesting. Uh, Augustus, you feel yourself stand up without even thinking about it. Your, your body just stands up and, uh, walking around this corner, um, you see Constance. Um, uh, 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 five, seven, uh, very pale skin, blonde hair, and she says, uh, Oh, hello, I wasn't expecting um, Augustus. Who are all these people? <laughs> I, I kind of like rush to her, like immediately, and kind of grab her hand, like grab her hand. Okay. 
Oh, uh, Con Constance, it's so good to see you. It feels like it's been years since I've seen you. Um, these are my friends. This is Mr. Grock and uh, Mr. Sylvester and uh, uh, Miss Sammy. And um, I never introduced myself to this adorable puppy. But uh, anyway, these are these are uh, some friends that I found along the journey here. And uh, I I just uh, you know I thought that maybe we could give them uh, some some free room and board for the evening. Maybe hmm. even feed them, give them somewhere to, to rest tonight. They seemed quite quite out of it when I found them. Of course, yeah. yeah I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm I'm visibly like not uh, not how I've been leading up to this moment. Yeah, like, the, the like my posture's almost completely changed. Yeah, and more um, uh, 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 timid, more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obedient, yeah, yeah. Oh, and good. and she yeah. says. Uh, she says, uh, "Of course, we can. Um, it's it's nice to meet you all. Um, are you guys hungry, or is there anything I can get for you?" Or Grok is uh, kind of losing his okay. appetite mm -hmm. at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Not mm -hmm. super hungry. He's like, okay. I genuinely have forgotten when the last time the party ate was. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I still have no idea if Sylvester even eats, or if that's like necessary for him to be alive. So, <laughs> I'm just kind of eat for funsies whenever it's uh, important. So you. She she offers she she says um well I insist you all come with come with me I'll I'll, I'll get the, the the kitchen staff to make you some food it's it's not a problem I promise uh, and she uh, turns around and starts walking uh, down this same hallway um, so the five of you follow her um, a, a short ways into this hallway and to the left and through uh, a room that has a billiard table um, has a, a card table in the middle. Um, and she says, uh, this is this is the parlor. Um, we when my family uh, used to live here, they they they've been gone a while. Um, when they used to live here, we used to play games in here, but it's it's nothing. And then she continues to walk through the parlor out the other side. She takes a left down the hallway and then on the right is a kitchen and she walks into the kitchen. Um, the four of you, the five of you, sorry, um, follow her through the parlor down the hallway and when you look into the kitchen uh, she's the only one standing in the kitchen and she's seemingly talking to herself um, asking no one in the room to to prepare a meal um, and she's just she's just talking does that does that uh, kind of snap me back into reality or am I still kind of yeah, I, I'll let you decide on that. Uh, roll me a wisdom I feel saving like throw. Even in, do what? Roll me a wisdom saving throw. That is an eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So when when you look into this kitchen, um, and you see Constance talking, um, you kind of shake your head and you look around, and uh, the door. That the four of you are still in the hallway, the door slams shut and instantly reopens, and there's about five chefs in this room. And she's talking to them. And in the back of your, all of you, in the back of your head, you're wondering if they were really, were they really there, or were they, or were you just imagining that she was talking to herself? Um, that's how quick that this happened. The door just boom and reopens, and there's five chefs standing there um, and Constance is talking to them and they say, Oh, right away, right away, Miss Constance. And they start preparing meals. And she says, um, 
the, the chefs are working on uh, f- food right now, but if you all, all would, wouldn't mind accompanying, accompanying me into the grand hall, um, and she continues but through the kitchen. How, how do they do that? Do, do what? They, they just, they weren't there and then they were. How do they, how does that who, work? They magicians? Who was mm, everybody there? else? Am I crazy? Truck is like shaking his head. Like, no, you're not crazy. No, you're not crazy. (laughs) And she kind of just looks at you confused, and then she keeps walking out the uh, the other. There's two doors in the kitchen. She walks out the other door uh, and into a a larger a larger room. Grok is still shaking his head. Like, nope, this is a bad idea. Don't like this. This is real bad. We gotta get out of (laughs) here. Can I? Can I? As we Uh, enter into the grand hall, can I investigate again? Sure. What are you investigating? Because just the whole atmosphere. I'm not sure okay. exactly what that would mean. Or I don't know if it would be investigation or insight. Uh, I believe what you're looking for is called a vibe check. <laughs> yeah, like I need a vibe. Yeah, I, roll vibe. what Noah said. I need a, I need a um, solid vibe check on this one. Let's do, let's do, yeah, give me a insight check. See if you have any insight in this. Uh, that's a 20 plus six. So I guess just. Wait, a was 20. it a nat 20? Nat twenty, yeah. Okay, you don't you don't need to add anything to a nat twenty. That's right. When right. um, so you you feel like Constance is being genuine. There's there's nothing that she is falsifying in anything that she has said so far, um, but there's something that you don't know about this place. That there's something there's something more about this manner than meets the eye. Um, but Constance is, there's, there's, she's not at all, um, trying to deceive you in any way. She's not trying to deceive anyone in any way. Is she, is she a human? Like, can uh, we see yes. that from looking at her? Yeah, how, how, you can see that she's a human. How pale is her skin? Is it like, like... Can we see through her? <laughs> no, you can't see through her. Is she's she she's like, just fair-skinned. I feel like at this point, uh, Augustus has kind of completely snapped back to reality from whatever, mm-hmm. like from whatever in like that entrancement feeling that he had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he, he gets like a strong vibe check that something's going on in the, in the grand hall. Okay. So she, Constance, Constance has already walked in the grand hall. Um, I like calling it a vibe check, by the way. <clears throat> So can we like go and tour you the can house? Ask yeah, Constance, can we, you guys can yeah. we get out of here? Get back in the carriage think, and go back to yeah. Georgetown. <laughs> you can try. I think. Uh, can, I guess uh, maybe uh, Augustus is going to go back up to Constance and um, and and say, uh, you know, um, do you do you mind if uh, me and my friends explore the manor? I mean, there's there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, it's huge, right? Do you mind if we kind of just walk around a bit before uh, the supper tonight is ready. I'm sure that uh, it'll take the, the chefs a, a while. I'm sure, you can go right ahead. I mean, it, it, do you need a tour guide? Do you need somebody to kind of show um, you around? There's, I think, it's a, like you said, um, I think it's a big is, his. I think with that, he's just, he's feeling weird even. Um, I, I, I don't know. what. I, I guess she's saying this to the group at this point, or she's within earshot of the group. Uh, what do you, what do y'all want to do as far as having a tour guide or going on going on kind of our own or splitting up? Uh, you know? going uh, on tr- splitting up sounds like the worst idea. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> Come on, uh, that's what they do in Scooby Doo. Yeah. 
That sounds like a rut row moment right there. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go ahead and turn to her and say, "Oh, a tour guide won't be necessary. Trust me. I'm oh. sure we can find our way back to this the grand hall. Oh, I'm sure." Um, and yeah, let me I, just I let me just re- be retroactively <laughs> because I was gonna do this once you told me that you were going into the grand hall because you guys were still in the kitchen. Let me just retroactively give you a picture of what the grand oh. hall looks like fair um, okay okay so and we can just, i thought we were already in the grand hall no you point. guys were still in the kitchen she walked in you guys okay. are still in the kitchen um you walk through this kitchen door and uh the this room is expansive on not expensive expansive uh on the left wall there's also a expensive. large grand piano yes and expensive there's a large grand piano uh kind of on the right uh side of the room there's a large table that is set for 15 people um, with chairs surrounding it. There's a stage back behind on the other side of the table. Uh, and then the large open dance floor um, that is just empty. Uh, the walls in this room go about 20 feet. And if you were to walk in and turn backwards and look up, you could see the balcony of the second floor. And then we'll say at that point is when Augustus walks over and talks to her. Um, okay. And uh, she she says, uh, yeah, you guys. OK, uh, if if you want, do um, you want you want me to just stay here? Um, or I can I mean, I if that's what you want. No, no. If, I mean, if that's what you want. That's fine. I can you guys can go explore. Let me just let me sit. ask a, a question like to Johnny, not okay. to Constance. Um, am I Augustus at this point? Like. Am I kind of. How what are, what are my feelings towards Constance at this point? Um, because of the uh, wisdom, or was it a wisdom check or an insight that you rolled a net twenty on? Insight, insight. Okay. The insight check. Um, it's vibe check. Yeah, the vibe check. Um, when you rolled that and you felt that Constance Constance wasn't trying to deceive you in any way, um, you kind of felt more at ease with her. So like the strange vibe isn't coming from her. It's coming from the manner itself. Um, so okay. there's no, there's no vibes coming from her. Okay. She's, she's okay. being so, genuine. Yeah. So I answer her and say, um, I mean, you can come along. Absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, okay. that's, that's my response to her. So she and says, I, I want to, I think I want to try to um, kind of walk out of the grand hall back into that, hallway um okay. the other door that we didn't come through okay um and um i'm just gonna i think augustus is just gonna start kind of like l- legitimately just kind of looking around in the hallway um at portraits and stuff and okay. um kind of start walking back towards uh um i think he's gonna walk up those stairs maybe right in front of the grand hall uh, door. Okay. I think he's going to like start walking up those stairs as, as I'm walking, um, out into the hallway and then, um, towards the stairs. Can you just kind of like explain the surroundings as far as like, is this manner, uh, like, is it kept up with, or is it dilapidated? What, like, is it dark? Is, is it, you know, like what, like what's the ambience okay. of the, of the house yeah. itself? So you you walk out of the Grand Hall, and the Grand Hall is very well lit, very upkept. There might be some cobwebs up closer to the ceiling because those are harder to get to. Um, but it's it's pretty kept up with. It's 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 really nice. There's you know not not dilapidated at all. Just uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, it's just nice. It's just a, a very impressive scale right. and um, so there's very nothing. Clean. There's nothing about this like there's nothing about this mansion besides the general like vibe that would mm -hmm. that would indicate, indicate that there's anything. anything wrong with this manor besides it just yep. being a really nice mansion yep okay mm -hmm. yeah so there's, there's nothing visually that is unsettling um it's just kind of a gut thing that's kind of it's just us all out yeah. spiritually in the pit of your stomach feels very yeah. strange okay <laughs> yeah <spiritually>. so um <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up the dude. stairs uh, across the way from the uh, the grand hall door. Um, okay. Um, I don't. Again, I I I know that uh, Daniel said that he would prefer for everyone to stick together. I don't know if they're following behind or if if you guys want to do your own thing. But I think that's what Augustus is just gonna do, just to try to kind of explore a little bit. Um, I okay. think by nature he's just pretty. You know inquisitive and he just kind of wants to explore a little bit okay okay uh you guys you guys tell me grok's gonna follow them yeah he's the only one that has any kind of connection to any of this so he does not want to be stranded sammy's always up for an adventure as as they're walking uh grok wants to ask lady constance he's gonna be like um so uh I'm sorry if this might sound a bit insensitive, but uh, oh no! What uh, you mentioned, your family used to be here. What? Uh, yeah. What? What happened to them? <laughs> um. Well, my my parents they uh, bought this manor. It was kind of broken down, and we <laughs> we lived here for some time. And my parents they um they traveled a lot and uh one day they left and they uh never came back so i'm still holding out hope that uh that they'll be back eventually um so we just oh so they're yeah. not dead i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not as far as i know at least i hope not nice so you guys are in this hallway, and she says, "Oh, um, so there's a bathroom on the right. On the left is uh, my grandfather's room. Uh, the next door on the right is just a, an old closet has some coats and stuff in it." Um, and she kind of turns left, and she says, um, "I don't really go into that room much." And the the door that's directly—it's kind of a smaller door. Um, at the top of the stairs, if you were to turn over your left shoulder, um, there's a very thin door um, mm. that's locked. And she says, that door's been locked for a while. I'm not entirely sure what's in there. Um, every door connecting to there is also locked, but um, I can, we can, yeah, here, follow me. And she keeps walking around, um, kind of giving you the tour of this entire... As she's giving us the tour, I kind of uh, keep looking back at the door like, I really want to know what's in there. Yeah, I'm the okay. same. Um, like, as we're walking away from it, I'm kind of, I keep, like, looking over my shoulder behind me. Because um, the fact that, like, she she's lived here for so long and she's never really gone in that room is kind of, like, mm. intriguing to me. So I think I want, like, I personally really want to know, you know, like, what, what the deal is with that room. Tell us uh, about your grandfather. Uh, my my grandfather? Oh, um, well, I he wasn't actually kind of, my grandfather, he he was kind of uh, a family friend, but he was the closest thing to a grandfather that my family had. 
Um, his name was McKim, and he... Uh, I'm... <laughs> it's been a while since, since he uh, left, and she kind of just looks confused, and she's looking at the ground like she's trying to remember um, where he went when he left. And she says, uh, it, it's, it's been years since, since he, he left, but my mother had a tendency for giving away rooms and then not renting them out, not letting other people stay here is a rich person thing. I don't get it, but that's just how it's always been. I see. Um, he's, and Grok is kind of seeing this pattern of like memory loss and he's thinking back to okay. Neris and the fish yeah. and so he's like half okay. expecting a siren to just pop out of the wall at some point and so he's okay. kind of like got a, a grip on like his scimitars just like looking around real carefully okay just like side-eyeing everything so you guys uh turn left down this hallway and you keep walking as she's talking about uh grandfather McKim and uh she walks past. There's another door on the right that she just kind of ignores as she's walking past. And you guys following her right when you get past this door, um, the door actually swings open. Grog draws a scimitar real quick. It's an older woman with um, black curling hair going kind of slicked back going down um, the back of her head um, with thin white strands. And she says, uh, this is Madame Leota. Madame Leota, this is... Uh, Grok, Sylvester, Trix, Sammy, and my fiance Augustus. And Madame Leota looks at all of you. And um, who's in who's in the front of the pack? I, I would Augustus. assume that because I walked up the stairs first, maybe me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Followed by Augustus. Sammy give me uh, give me an investigation roll. Oh, six. Uh, it's a twelve. Okay. Six plus six. Okay. It's it's it's. Kind of kind of difficult to see, but you do notice that there is a faint stitching going all the way across her neck. Mm. From, from what you can see, it goes as far back as you can see, and it goes around her neck. Okay. Um, and she says, Constance, you know how I feel about people coming into this mansion. And Constance says, Madam Leota, this is not your house. How many times do I have to remind you? It's okay if we have people over. And Leota kind of side-eyes all of you. And she says, hmm, I suppose. Grok side-eyes her back. Hi! I reach out my hand to shake uh, Madam Leota's hand and introduce myself okay. and say, uh, hello, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Dr. Richmond. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you, Miss Leota. Uh, I, I would, mm. I couldn't help but notice that you had a, a large, uh, scar across your <laughs> thyroid. Uh, did you have thyroid issues or something of the sort? I, I would love to know the story behind that, that amazing scar. I'm kind you of You talk like, too much. I'm, I, Has anyone ever told you that you talk too much? Um, yes, I've I've heard that quite a, quite a few times, but uh, he's assuming that it's a medical, something related to a medical. Um, so he kind of puts his foot in his mouth trying to introduce himself. So, uh, she, she looks at your hand and looks back up at you and she kind of reaches out her hand, uh, to shake yours. And you notice that her fingernails are extremely long. Um, mm. so long that they are curling on the ends and mm-hmm. she 
Mm. Very slowly wraps her hand around yours. Mm. Uh, doesn't even shake it, just wraps your hand around, her hand around yours and then lets go. And she says, well, I suppose it was nice to meet you all. Constance turns the other way and uh, she continues down. She points uh, farther down on the left and she says, uh, that's the bathroom. Uh, down this hallway is uh, Colonel Coate and Ambassador Xavier's rooms. Um, my room is on the other side of this bathroom. So she uh, she walks around uh, the corner of the, the bathroom where, where the edge of the bathroom, there's another hallway that goes down to the left. She walks to the left down that uh, hallway and there is a railing and you look over this railing and you uh, can see the ballroom. The The ballroom is open to uh, the second floor. Or, uh, this The second floor is open to the ballroom and she says, it's a pretty nice view. You should have seen it back when we used to have parties. Um, it hasn't happened in a while, but it was something. And uh, she... Uh, walks to the end of, of this balcony on the left side and turns to the left again and says, well, that's the attic, but that door is also locked in. I don't think anyone has a key to that door now that I think about it. But anyway, no one ever goes up there. Uh, and she says, well, that's pretty much the whole manner. I mean, there's some there's some viewing rooms, some sitting rooms and lounges on the first floor, but that's pretty much it. Over the balcony, you hear a, a door, a kind of a, a kitchen bell ring. And she says, oh, uh, that means dinner's ready. We shouldn't keep the chefs waiting. And she turns and uh, runs down the hallway, leaving the five of you. Wait, she ran back down the hallway like... Runs? Pa- uh, like past back the bathroom? Down, past the bathroom um, to the right and uh, down toward the... Uh, not. Well, you guys are way out of eye shot, but she uh, didn't go down the same staircase that you came up. I'm going to kind of start like I'm drawn to uh, the opposite door down the hallway, um, you know, where the bathroom was and the entrance to uh, Constance's room, that hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that yeah. there's a closed door at the end of that hallway as well. And I'm going to like mm-hmm. walk towards that door and kind of reach for the handle to open it. Okay, give me a uh, wisdom saving throw. Uh, that's an 18 plus 3, 21. So you uh, turn down this hallway past uh, Constance's bedroom, um, walking toward this closed door, and you can kind of uh, feel your body, your like your body physically is trying to stop you from moving forward, um, but it's not quite en- enough to stop you. The the feeling that you have in the pit of your stomach, like you almost feel sick um, as you're walking toward this door, but it doesn't slow you down at all. Um, you walk over to the door and you try the door handle and it is locked. Um, is every, did y'all follow me or am I on my own right now? Uh, Sammy followed you. you. Sure. Okay. Rock um, might have wanted to go try the attic door. Just okay. out of okay. curiosity. Okay, so Grok, you uh, you split from the rest of the group as they go down. Trix would have gone with them. Grok and Trix kind of go left toward the attic, and uh, Grok, you're leading this this charge, if you will, over to the attic door, and it's a it's a probably 
a three by five door, so it's a very thin door, and uh, you try the door handle, and it's it is locked. So that satisfies his curiosity enough for now. So he's going to turn around and say, "All right, well, we should probably go back up with the others. I don't want to be separated from them for too long." He's going to try and go find them again. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn to Sammy and Sylvester and say, um, do either of you have any experience with lock picking? Um, kind of. And then Sylvester punches the lock. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sylvester and Sammy, let me... You two are not near the door. You stopped oh. between the bathroom and Lady Constance's room. If you want to move toward the door, give me a uh, wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. I'll leave that up to you. Both of us? If yeah. you are moving toward the door, give me a wisdom saving throw. I am 100% yeah. moving forward. Yeah, so I turn okay. towards them and see them halfway down the hall and kind of call out to them if and ask them that, that question then. Okay. So Sylvester starts to move toward the door. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, oh, that's a nine. A nine. Okay. Sammy? Uh, I rolled a five. Ten. Ten. Okay. So both of you start to walk toward this door, and right when you get past the doors um, of Constance's bedroom, uh, when you're walking toward this door, Constance is on your right and the bathroom door is on your left. Uh, right when you start walking toward this door, uh, Sylvester, you you feel your body tensing up as you are walking and without you controlling it, you start to walk backwards toward the door of the bathroom and you feel like you not like you can't move toward it, but your body won't let you. Well, the only thing I'm good at picking out is my battles and this is not one of them. (laughs) Sammy, you take a few steps toward the door and you start to feel a churning in your stomach and uh, almost instantly you turn over your left shoulder and puke. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, oh God. I'm, uh, right. uh, have, have Grok and Trix made their way back to the entrance of the hallway at this point or are they like, um, have they made it back yet? I would say probably. Yeah. They, they're kind of turning around the corner to the same hallway you okay. guys are in now. Yeah. Okay. Kind of turning around um, the corner around the outside of Constance's bedroom. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to ask them the same question. Mr. Grok, uh, Miss Trix, uh, do either of you have any, uh, talent in lock picking? Lock picking is not one of my particular talents. No. Uh, I'm going to turn back towards the door and I'm going to try to use. So uh, when I mentioned before, I ha- I do have a gauntlet on my arm um, that mm-hmm. kind of has, you know, uh, it's kind of just like a almost like a, a, a Swiss army knife of sorts, but it's kind of on my mm-hmm. arm. It's a little bit more tech and, uh, uh, you know, it's got like a flashlight on it and stuff like that, which um, when we were creating this character, just so everybody else knows, this was kind of part of my weapons gallery of sorts was the the uh, gauntlet on my arm. Um, Basically, Augustus's class, his, his uh, race is human. His class is actually a... A combination of a wizard and a necromancer. Oh, um, so the wizard by, by in the way aspect of, by way of science more so than by magic. way of science, yeah. not a magic wizard. So we so we kind of adapted some of the what he's a techromancer. Yeah, 
Techromancer. I said Necromancer. Sure. Oh, you said Necromancer. I'm oh, sorry. Necromancer. That's much better. I did. That's much better. I did. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So that, that's what it's, uh, his his character is adapted after. So, yes, go ahead. I All I have in within this, it, unfortunately, is an ink pen. So I'm going to try to pick the lock with this ink pen that I have. Because I have, like, okay. a flashlight and stuff, but I, I don't have, like, a screwdriver or anything so I'm going to try to MacGyver this whole thing because I'm not going to try to be a Mary Sue and like just have <laughs> um, a screwdriver because I know I don't. The only thing that I have okay. on this gauntlet that is of any potential use would be to take apart an ink pen and try to use it to pick this lock. I'm just going to go for it because I really want to get inside this room. Grok's just going to, while you're doing that, he's going to ask like, uh, are, are you sure this is a good idea? Mr. Grok, if I've discovered anything in the last 30 minutes of being in this house is I'm unsure of everything. <laughs> you know what? And That's I'm just fair. Gonna, and I'm just going to turn back and start like, like piddling with this pen and trying to take it. Okay. Apart. Um, I know this is kind of like not normal, but I don't really know what no, else to yeah, do. It's fine. Uh, I just got to figure out what this would other be. Ideas. So yeah, give me a sleight of hand check with disadvantage. So one is... <laughs> One is a 19, and one is okay. a 7. <gasps> oh, Total? All right, so 7 man. it is. Mm. Um, Bummer. Woof. Um, so Shouldn't you, have said uh, anything. I know. You, one is a 19, and one is a, another 19. <laughs> <laughs> so you stick this pen into this door, and um, in the lock, uh, a green fly, a, a, a very, very faint green light kind of shines through the lock right when you stick the pen into it and start to try to um, pick this lock and the green light kind of flashes and then your pen just snaps in half. Okay. And ink kind of slowly pours down the bottom of the door. Okay. Well, we're just leaving the right mess in this hallway, aren't we? <sighs> and you hear from uh, downstairs, Constance say, uh, um, are you guys going to come eat dinner? We'll be right down in, in just a moment. We're getting a little lost uh, up here. Okay. We'll, we'll be right back down. I guess we'll have to make our way back back towards the Grand Hall. Um, okay. Kind of defeated, but uh, against my better judgment, I just kind of start making my way back towards the Grand Hall. As they're, as they're heading back uh, towards that staircase, I guess he's just following them. Grok's going to want to like peek into... Uh, Lady Constance's room. I guess did she say that was her room? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, she's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna try and like just open the door and like take a peek in there on their way back. Okay. So you turn the door handle; it opens freely. You open this door, um, and again for just half a second, um, this room looks decrepit and decayed, with cobwebs strewn about. That's Furniture smashed, but you only see it for half a second before the lights flicker and it's perfectly pink. The ground, the the, the mm. carpet is pink. There's rugs. There's a mirror. Um, everything that you had just seen goes back to as if it were had never happened, as if it were normal. Brock just kind of mm. stares into the room for a second, blinks, and it's like. All right. And he just kind of closes the door. <laughs> it's going to follow the right. group down the stairs. <laughs> the five of you go make your way all the way around. Um, 
Augustus is is a little bit in front of the the whole group. Um, as you pass the other locked door, you go to the left of it, down the stairwell, uh, into the hallway on the first floor, and back into the grand hall. And the table is set um, for twelve people. Um, there's table. There's you know placemats, uh, silverware, plates, uh, 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 glasses, uh, and it's set for 12 people. Uh, Constance is sitting on the left side as you walk in at the head of the table. Um, what are you guys going to do? Uh, I'm just going to walk. Can check on the table? I'm sorry, never mind. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I take that back. Whatever David said. Okay. No, no, I'm just personally just going to go kind of walk towards the table to sit down, and then I, I was going to do uh, same as, as Noah. Definitely, definitely huh? investigating any food before investigating. We eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. but, but I was gonna. I think I'm gonna walk towards Drinks the table and, like, and like uh, have a seat, like uh, to Constance's right, like the first uh, seat to her right. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna just pull the okay. chair out and sit down. Um, Grok will sit down next to him. Okay. Okay. Tricks will sit next to Grok. Yeah, Sylvester's sitting on the other side of Tricks and just. So we're all sitting facing like the fireplace. We're, okay. We're all sitting so you're on all one facing side of the table. The, the <laughs> mantle. Hey, on the second thought, you know what? That's a good point. So yeah, so we, we can, can see into the, the grand hall. <laughs> so we have we there's nothing can sneak up behind us. Yeah. You all sit down next to each other in in this in this room. And Constance says, "Oh, there there you are. Uh, the food might be getting cold." And uh she she reaches down and uh, it's a it's place the 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 place setting is very nice. There's a chicken. There's a bunch of different. There's like like puddings. There's uh, cakes. There's treats. There's all this different stuff sprawled across this table. And she says, "Oh, please, whatever you whatever you want." How many people are in the room? Is it just us? Uh, it's just the six of you, mm. Constance it's included. Twelve people. It is. Where, where's everybody else? Um, in the rooms, I suppose. Good enough for Sylvester. He sits down. She kind of turns around and on the mantle behind, uh, on her left is, uh, is a small clock and, uh, it shows that it is nine o'clock. Wow. That time really passed. It was four when we were walking in, right? Mm-hmm. Or around four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's been five hours, but it, to us, it, it and correct me if I'm wrong, it, does it feel like it's been five hours or does it feel like it? Not quite. It maybe feels, I mean, you did tour this entire house, which would have taken a while, but um, it's felt like it's been about an hour that you've been okay in this, in this mansion. Does anybody want to investigate? I'll I'm investigate. I think all of us quick. want to investigate. Okay. Okay, so you sit out, you sit at the table. Um, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go one by one, and I want you to tell me exactly what you are investigating. So let's start with uh, Grok. Grok, what are you investigating? Uh, Grok is investigating the food in front of him. He's got a, he's okay. got his fork, and he's kind of like poking at it, sniffing it, making sure it's not okay. like it doesn't smell of poison. <laughs> like, he All right, just roll, wants to make sure uh, there's nothing weird going on here. What am I yeah. rolling? <laughs> investigation. Okay. There's going to be, there, hey guys, there's going to be a lot of investigation Ooh. rolls. 21. Oh. 21. Um, yeah, you're punky, poking around the all the food 21? and none of it seems to be poisoned. There's There doesn't seem to be anything 
amiss Just about this like food. food. Is it real? Normal food. Not not poisoned. Uh, there's no magic on this, as far as you can tell. I mean, you did roll a twenty-one, so there's there's no magic on this. Um, is it take real? A Just, okay. Is it? You, it tastes like food. Okay. Interesting. Uh, he's gonna eat a little bit. Okay. So you uh, you take a bite of this. What food. is it? What's the food? Um, what are we eating? What's the menu? You tonight, tell me. There's. It's it's just a slew of things. Rotisserie there's, there's chicken. Cakes, chicken. There's chicken? turkey. There's uh, uh, an entire pig want. on this table. Oh, oh dumb. Um, there's there's it's a whole slew of things going right. across this entire table. So it can be whatever you want it to be. But it is definitely not poisoned or magic in any way. He doesn't have much of an appetite, but he's going to kind of as me eat as much as he feels like he needs to in order to appease mm-hmm. their host. Okay. <laughs> so that it doesn't okay. seem yeah. weird. OK, um, uh, Sylvester, what are you investigating? Uh, I have a two parter, actually. OK, number one, I'd like to know if there's any gray stuff. And number two, I want to know if it looks delicious. OK, go ahead and roll investigation for me. Uh, <laughs> roll for roll gray for stuff. Sylvester. Uh, there is gray stuff and it does look delicious. Don't believe me. Oh, Ask the dishes. Um, <laughs> Sammy, what are you investigating? Oh, well, I'm, uh, oh, you actually want to investigate something? I was. Yeah, I was. That's what I was. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry, I know it's unusual for me to say something actually useful, but I'm going to try it out. Just, just right. humor me. What are um, you investigating? Uh, I actually don't know, uh, but I want to uh, look up at the ceiling. Okay. What do I see? You, um, it goes up about 30 feet, um, and then uh, it's kind of slant, uh, slanted since you're facing the, the, the wall that you're facing. It's kind of slanting up backwards towards you. Is there a chandelier above us of any kind or any kind of hanging fixture? E- hmm. That's a good question. Hold on. Uh, no, there's no there's no chandelier. There is a furnace on the right wall. Not really a furnace, a, a fireplace, a large fireplace on the right wall, uh, kind of behind you on the right next to the kitchen. Um, but there's no chandelier. All right. Sylvester shovels food in his mouth without a second thought. Okay. Wait, did you roll investigation? No, I was going roll, to. Roll me an investigation me. check. Okay. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three. Okay. Are you, yeah. are you about to like untell me everything you just told me? <laughs> no, I was going to add something to what I had told you, but I wanted you to roll for it. Great. So, oh, look at that. It's not 20. I, I oh. was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you did roll again and it wasn't at 20. Um, yeah, there's there's doesn't seem to be anything amiss about the ceiling here. Sammy. Oh my gosh. I you want to investigate anything? I want to investigate, but I just don't know what. Um, can I just do like a. I don't know, just an investigation on the room? Or is that what Sylvester did? That's what everybody's doing. Just kind of pick a. You can you can do the same thing. You can look up. You can maybe see Sylvester looking up and also look up and investigate the, the ceiling. Maybe catch what he missed. Oh, okay. Sure. Right, okay, roll. so roll me an investigation check. Yep. A 16. 16, yeah, with a 16, um, as you're looking up, you kind of you kind of turn towards Sylvester, and you see that he's staring at the ceiling, and uh, you kind of follow his eye, his, uh, eye line uh, up to the ceiling, and you, again, for a split second, and it almost just looks like if you, when you blink... It changes, but you look up to the ceiling and there is, in fact, a chandelier hanging from the ceiling. 
a large chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Um, not on, but you blink and it just it just disappears. Okay. Sylvester, you didn't even you didn't even see it. Yeah, I know, but Noah is terrified. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trix, are you going to investigate anything? So, here's the thing: is that uh, Trix hasn't been seeing the things that everybody else has because that mm-hmm. like they've all been doing their own investigations and everything and seeing yep. these things and Trix really hasn't. So to her, like everybody's just kind of like acting really. I mean, Rude. Yeah, they're acting a little quirky, but like nobody's dangerous. Right. And, yeah. and, so she's and where just kind we're of at, like, that we have no reason to feel like any way besides just pretty comfortable in this nope. house. Yeah. Like the she's, only people she's that wondering why everybody weird. else is paranoid. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, she's kind of like when they came in, they were like, we're not going to eat anything here. But like she sees Grok and Sylvester eating. So she's just going to eat. Cool. Okay. So, you know, you don't want to investigate anything or you just <clears throat> not really. Yeah, Trix I, is kind of just content. Okay. Okay. Nope. Um, I'm uh, gonna say, go ahead. I'm sorry, Johnny. No, I, I was saying, you. What do you want to do? I think um, everything looks normal, but I I can't shake the feeling that something's a little bit off. Um, okay. So I don't know if I should roll for investigation as much as perception to try to spot or hear or detect the presence of something. Um, okay. In the room. So uh, so maybe me, roll for perception. Me, uh, yeah, roll for perception. I hope it's good. It's not great. It's a 12. Okay. Um, with a 12, um, you faintly hear the sound of an organ being played. With a 12, I'll say that you turn over your left shoulder to look at this organ that's in, uh, in the corner of this room, and you see one of the keys lift up. Just barely Okay. lift up. And then the music just stops. But you're the only one that can that hears this. Nobody okay. else hears it. And with that, Constance says, um, well, I suppose I'm going to go to sleep. Um, is anybody else feeling tired? And uh, you look at the clock, and it is now um, 10 o'clock. Oh, wow. Okay. What? what? Um. The vessel looks down at his wrist, and remember, he's not wearing a watch. There's, there's no way we've been eating for that long. And Constance looks down and says, it's been an hour. Has anything changed on the table as far as like when we look down, is the food still there or has it been eaten or is it any different than it was at nine o'clock now? a perception check. Uh, That's a, you're not going to believe me. That's a nat 20. Okay. (laughs) Good grief. (laughs) You, you rip a turkey leg off of the turkey and you take a bite of it, put it down your plate. Um, when you looked over at the piano and saw the key change, uh, the key lift up slightly, you look back at your plate and the turkey leg is back onto the turkey as if you had never even taken a bite. Or I'd never even ripped it off of the turkey to begin with. You never even ripped it off the turkey. And it's been an hour. And it's been an hour. Um. And Constance pushes her chair back and she says, well, I'm exhausted, so uh, you guys... Um, if you go out this door, and she gestures to the door on the right of the Grand Hall, if you go out this door, um, down the hall to the left, and then take a right, the first door on your right is the servants' quarters. We haven't had servants in a long time, so, um, you guys feel free to sleep in there. Um, Um. and she, uh, walks over to Augustus and kisses him on the forehead, and walks through the door on the right and up the stairs. Um... And 
So That's now it. it's just the five of us sitting in the sitting at the table in the grand hall alone. Yep. Um, I'm gonna turn to everyone at the table and just say, um, I can't explain it, but uh, something just doesn't feel right here, and uh, I just wanted to ask all of you how you were feeling. Um, I have no reason to feel uh, uneasy, but something about this house is just. It just feels like we're uneven here. Uh, time seems to be escaping, and has we anyone else seen? Haven't been or, here six hours. No. Has anyone else seen and or I, noticed yeah. anything? Um, I keep seeing things that aren't really there. Yeah, I peeked my head in uh, in Lady Constance's room earlier, and uh, everything looked real old and uh, worn down for like a, a split second, and then it, and then it was back to normal. Mm. Huh. I mean, the bathroom did really look nice. That's all I I'm gonna, remember. I'm going to explain to them uh, my whole experience in the hallway trying to break into that room. Um, okay. From the way that I felt to uh, seeing the green light through the keyhole. I'm going to explain okay. all that to them. Uh, obviously, I it, it's pretty long-winded, but I try to do my best, yeah. I guess, so you, to yeah. inform them. We'll of, just say that you, you catch them up on all that. Yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah, no, I felt the same thing. That's why I had to turn around. And the longer, the longer the five of you are pondering this and thinking, uh, you start to notice that the lights in the room start to dim very, very slowly. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. Nope, 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 nope. Sylvester nope. looks back at the clock really quick. Sylvester, you turn and look back at the clock, and the clock um, actually says 13. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I think we should leave. Hey, I think we should get out of here. In an yeah. instance, at this point, I think we need to make for the entrance and what? just leave. Can we all uh, maybe investigate again? Because I feel like things have changed drastically. At this point, at this point, <laughs> Sylvester, when you turn and see the clock say thirteen, you turn back to the table, and suddenly there, all the seats are filled. Is Sylvester the only one that sees this? At the moment right now, yeah. Uh, the yeah. the lights are still fading, and Sylvester, you look up at the clock, look back down, and every seat is filled. Um, and you try to kind of do the same thing that you've been doing and blink and see if these... if this is just something that you're seeing or not, and it does not go away. And instantly, a flash of lightning happens, and all the lights in the building go off.
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Keys to the Kingdom Origins. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. This has been our Halloween episode. If you haven't guessed already, happy Halloween, everybody. Woo! Yeah. I'm a Christian, happy so I'm not Happy October, yeah. you know. Obviously, Happy there's Halloween. going to be another part that continues uh, in this vein. Beware what? of hitchhiking ghosts. Oh, that was great. <laughs> they will follow you home. Um, so uh, if you want to get more connected with us, you guys can follow us on Twitter at KTTKCast, um, as well as Instagram. And uh, we are planning to start a YouTube channel um, where we're just going to put kind of the same things up. Uh, our episodes that we have released already with just kind of a graphic in the background for those people that are on YouTube and might not listen to podcasts. They might be interested in that. Um, we're going to try it out and see how it goes. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool, I think. We'll see how it goes. We also have a Discord. The link to the Discord is going to be down below. There's a lot of things on this Discord, um, a lot of different uh, good conversations that can be had, as well as Sylvester's Diary is in there. Unfortunately. Um, you can come and ask us questions. There's an entire channel for asking us questions. All the maps that we use are in there. Like I said earlier in the episode, if you want the map to uh, Grim Manor, um, if you want the maps to the Grim Manor, that's all in our uh, Discord. So if you guys want to to, to do that, be a part of that. Um, let's see, what else do we have? We have character sheets. I just added a new channel called uh, NPC Visual Concepts, which I have been making all of the NPCs uh, in Hero Forge, that's what it's called, and I just started posting them in there because I didn't know what to do with them, so I started posting them in that channel, so you have a kind of a visual aid if you're more of a visual person. There's maps, there's character sheets, there's all that kind of stuff. Um, good good community, so if, if you uh, want to be a part of this community, even more so. If you're just listening, we are so thankful for you listening, but if you want to be even more a part of this community, jump into that Discord. It's the easiest way to get in contact with us. Tell us if we're doing good, bad, horrible, great whatever we, we would love to hear from you guys uh leave a review on the podcast helps us get out there and get noticed by people i uh, also want to say uh thank you a special shout out to uh david smith jr my big brother our guest yeah our guest on this episode um He's for lending guest. his voice He's to augustus guest. david uh where can uh, where can the people find you the people can find my podcast on YouTube as well as wherever podcasts are found. It's called Podzilla. It's a digital discourse in pop culture where we dive into anything from movies to TV shows to video games to uh, you name it, pop culture referenced. Uh, we talk about it. Um, I also, uh, in, uh, excuse me, let me, let me say this too. You can simply find us by searching Podzilla on YouTube. You can find us on Instagram at the Podzilla show um, and please check us out. If you love anything about pop culture from movies to video games, to shows, to comic books, um, we talk about it all. Um, and yeah, that's, I think that's all I want to plug this You're time. You're also in a band. I'm also in a band. <laughs> yes. I'm also in a band and, uh, we have an EP out and there hopefully sooner rather than later, there will be more music being released and, Ooh. uh, you can find us on anywhere that you listen to digital music, whether that be Spotify or iTunes. All you have to do is search My Mansion, and the EP is called A Separation of Church and State of Mind. Um, and you can follow us at My Mansion Music uh, on Instagram as well. So, nice. yes, yeah, that's all I, David no, that's also all I does. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> David also does all the mixing and mastering for these episodes of Keys to the Kingdom. So we are we are very, very thankful oh, yeah. for you. Um, I also do incredible I'll, I'll cover that too. I also of, uh, do yeah, all and the mixing and mastering the, um, for uh, this podcast as well as some of the original <laughs> music that you hear under specific <laughs> moments. Um, I think all of the original music um, besides, besides the theme, the theme song, song and Neris's song in the last episode. All the other music that you hear I composed in yep. very quick turnaround time. Yes, and it's absolutely incredible. Um, so go give uh, my mansion a listen. Go check out Podzilla. It's incredible. Da- <laughs> uh, Daniel also streams on Twitch. Daniel, where can the people find you on Twitch? Uh, just the Dan Liest on Twitch. That's me. Yeah, it's a lot of fun <laughs> playing uh, Hollow Knight. Have you beaten Hollow Knight yet? No, uh, I have not. I might be getting close. Hollow not yet. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Johnny. I am the DM. And joining me today is... Hi, I'm Noah. I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. I play Sylvester. I'm Rachel, and I play Sammy. Oh, I'm Daniel. I play Grok. I'm Rebecca, and I play Trix. I'm David, and I am a guest character on the show, and I play Augustus. Very nice. Uh, Thank you all so much for joining us, and have a magical day. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.